and welcome to the Motley Mystic's Meditation Musings. I'm Candace Shalou, the Mot Head or the Head Motley Mystic. In this podcast, I take you out on my daily dog walks with me where I often record some off-the-cuff musings about the Motley collection of spiritual thoughts and ideas that wander into my mind during the walks. In this episode, I ask and think about the question, what if we have been pursuing our passions all wrong? I mean, instead of pursuing them, what if we're just supposed to simply allow them? What if allowing them means raising our emotional vibration from a place of shame, fear, or unworthiness to a place of courage and love and peace and joy? What if instead of pursuing our calling or our passion, we simply lived our lives pursuing higher and higher vibrations, becoming a holy vibrator, if you will, so we can allow ourselves to become exactly who we are called to be in the world. I hope you enjoy this walk with me. Recently, I was listening to one of the teachers I listen to a lot. His name is Kyle Cease. And he said something. I know this is true, but I just never heard it put in this way. He said that the only reason that we are here, the only purpose of our lives, is to raise our vibrations. Now, it's very close to what the Course talks about. The Course says that our true identity, who we truly are in this world, is the light of the world. We are created in love and peace and joy. That is what the Course says. That is what we are made of. And the ego, of course, clouds that over. The ego believes we are made in competition and lack and grief and greed and despair and shame. And so there's that contrast. And we spend much of our lives living in those lower vibrations. We spend our lives living in states of shame or apathy or despair or guilt. And David Hawkins, in his book, Letting Go, talks about this ladder of emotion. It's very similar to what Abraham talks about on the the scale of vibrations and vibrational emotions. At the bottom of that scale, for Hawkins, is shame. And that is where we spend our lives feeling as though we are not worthy of success, we're not worthy of happiness, we're not worthy of joy. And it moves up from there into apathy and then guilt and into the higher sorts of vibrations, which include anxiety and anger, <laughs> because at least these are these are energies that spark us to do something, to maybe to, to change something, whereas apathy and shame and guilt do not. They keep us stuck in those lower vibrations, and that's where we stay. So Cease's insistence that our purpose here is to keep moving from one lower vibration to the next higher one and to the next higher one and to the next higher one it sort of struck me as, as a very simple way to talk about why we're here. And so everybody talks about, oh, I want to find my purpose, I want to find my calling. And Cease says, along with the Course and Abraham and all of these other teachers of vibrational energy, that whatever it is you want to or need to accomplish in this world is accomplished by remembering you're here to raise your vibration. And I've just have been thinking on that because I've had a few 
low vibration days <laughs> recently where I've been anywhere but this present moment because this present moment to me felt oppressive it felt powerless it felt shameful it felt depressing it felt like I was just spinning my wheels here I am in life you know 56 years old what you got to show for it but I realize I have a lot to show for my life I have good relationships I have a fairly comfortable financial life we so often think success means a fat bank account and fame and fortune and all that what if though life is just about raising your vibration it's just about living in a fullness that isn't so much worried about well what do I do but is more worried about or not even worried but is more focused on what it is we are meant to become in the world and what we do is just simply an outgrowth of what it is that we are becoming if I think my goal in life is to use the skills that I have which have been speaking writing teaching presenting music to some extent then what I become is going to be using all of those strengths and talents I'm not going to become an accountant <laughs> I'm not going to become a missionary I'm not going to become you know some world traveler or an engineer these are these are not my skills so if our focus becomes then raising our vibration moving from one higher emotion or thought process to the next then source or universe spirit the holy however you relate to this force that is around us that has created us you will be giving up those lower frequencies of apathy and fear and guilt and you will be receptive to what the holy the universe source has available for you to become and you will do the things that help you become whatever it is your calling is in this world and I've so often heard people who, you know, in the positive thought movement or New Age movement, whenever we talk about law of attraction or, or positive thinking or whatever, it often turns into to like wishful thinking games. And everybody wants to be famous. Everybody wants to be rich. Everybody goes, it's totally possible that Oprah will call next week. It's totally possible that I'll write a bestseller. It's totally possible that... You know, Rachel Maddow will fall in love with me. It's totally possible. Yeah, okay. Sure, everybody dreams of striking it rich and, and sees money and fame as, as their top form of security. But really, what if life is just how much you matter to, to your sphere of influence, which, you know, is like three feet around you. The people that you encounter in your day, the people who are your family, the people who are not your family, the people who who you have some sort of influence over in this world. What if we measure our lives not by how big our bank accounts are, but how big our hearts are, how, how big our generosity is toward those who cross our paths, whether we call them friend or loved one or family or even an enemy or a foe? What if life is measured in vibration? What if our success 
is measured in how high we can get our vibration to be. What if our success is measured by how well we achieve what Hawkins calls the top three emotions, the highest vibrational emotions that we can achieve, which is love at number three, joy at number two, and peace at number one. And the peace part is not like the absence of conflict, which is what we often think of as peace, but this is the peace that passes understanding, as the Bible says. This is the peace that the ego is, lives in terror of because it knows if we ever reach that peaceful of a place where no outside circumstances affect our joy, our peace, or our love, then it knows that's its demise. It's gone if we are in that place. And so it tries to keep us in the lower vibrations of fear and shame and anger and greed. If we look at life that way, that our only purpose here is to raise our vibration, our only purpose here is to be the light of the world, our only purpose here is to build relationships with everyone we, we meet, relationships grounded in love and joy and peace and not shame or guilt or attack or fear. If that is what life is about, then what are the tools that we need to do that? Because some people talk about, well, I don't know what vibration means. What does it mean? How do you raise your vibration? Well, here's a handy idea, <laughs> perhaps. Think about something that you're afraid of. Think about something that you are feel shame about and feel how heavy your body suddenly feels. Just feel how unmotivated you are. You feel ashamed. You feel apathetic. And you don't feel like doing anything. This is where bouts of depression originate from. We rehearse our shame. We rehearse our fears. We rehearse our guilt or the guilt that we feel. And our guilt isn't even real. It's just the ego's way of keeping us from exploring these higher vibrations. It wants us to live in this heaviness. It wants us to live in the density of our bodies. But we can lighten ourselves. We can make ourselves feel lighter. And there are times when you have felt lighter. Things have come to you naturally. A joyous occasion, seeing someone uh, get married, falling in love. Boy, you're light as a feather when you fall in love for the first time. And so these are higher vibrations. You're feeling joy. You're feeling love. And then those moments when you see a, a beautiful vista in front of you and this peace just overtakes you. You, are, you could float off into that, into that scene. You are just so light. And so that is what vibration is all about. We are heavier in the lower vibrations. We are lighter in the higher vibrations. And so there are several tools out there that you can use to get yourself into a higher vibration. One of them is from Abraham, and it's called A Rampage of Appreciation. And on YouTube, you can, you can look up Abraham and they talk about rampage of appreciation and how to do it, but it's really just a, it's a gratitude exercise. You can't be in a lower vibration and be grateful at the same time. 
it is not possible. And so, if you find yourself feeling heavy, feeling like it's a bad day, start appreciating everything around you, even if it's just, I survived today. You can appreciate that. Look at a beautiful flower, look at the sunset, look at your dog. Uh, just give thanks and appreciate everything that is around you. Appreciate how the world has worked in your favor so many times. You know, appreciate that it will do that again. And then there's another exercise that we did at Jubilee recently that Kyle Cease has come up with. It is an adaptation of that rampage of appreciation. And it's called the It's Totally Possible game. We play the It's Totally Possible game in the reverse all the time. Whenever we're worried about something, we think of all the possible ways that our lives could go wrong, all the possible tragedies that will occur. To play It's Totally Possible, you just start with It's Totally Possible, and you end the sentence with something positive. Instead of being in our usual negative mind frame, it begins to train your brain to look at situations and circumstances that might be worrying and instead of immediately going to worst-case scenarios, you train yourself to begin to see the possibilities. What could come good from this? Many people, like I say, they play this game and they talk about it's totally possible I'll be on Oprah, it's totally possible I'll have a bestseller. But, I mean, and that's fine. If that's what raises your vibration, if that's really what jazzes you and puts you up there is to think about how rich and famous you'll be, <laughs> great. But you might also think in other ways. It's totally possible that fear will disappear from this planet. It's totally possible that unity will become our norm instead of division. It's totally possible that people will remember that they are the light of the world. It's totally possible that all thoughts of separation and division and tribalism will disappear from this world. It is totally possible that there will be no more war it is totally possible that we will learn how to take care of this planet and save ourselves. It is totally possible that money will no longer become the measure of success. Instead, it's totally possible that loving relationships, how we help each other, how we collaborate, how we become oneness in this realm is the measure of success. It's all totally possible. Now, I do need to say that this is not a doctrine of faith. This is not a dogma. This is not a spiritual goal that measures the veracity of your faith or the efficacy of your faith. So this is not what the evangelicals teach of, well, that didn't come true, then you must not have had enough faith. This is simply a tool, an exercise to raise your vibration. So the main difference, I believe, is with those articles of faith where we go, I have faith that this will happen, and then if it doesn't happen, I, then I, that means I just didn't have enough faith. We were attached to the outcome. In the It's Totally Possible game, in a rampage of appreciation, you're not attached to the outcome. You are simply putting possibilities into the universe. And we do it in the reverse all the time. We put out negative possibilities, and some of them never come true. And it's not because we were good enough that the bad things didn't happen. It's because that possibility didn't work out, didn't pan out. And so we're just releasing possibilities. We're just thinking in ways 
that can raise our vibration. And if we raise our vibration, the vibration of the whole world increases. Everyone's vibration gets raised when we raise ours. And so what could happen, and this is totally possible, if enough people knew that their one job here is to raise their vibration, then maybe there isn't war anymore. Maybe there isn't a need for guns anymore. Maybe there isn't a need for nuclear weapons to protect ourselves from people who we perceive as enemies because there aren't any more enemies. Because we've all arrived at love and joy and peace. And it's totally possible. It's only the ego that keeps shouting that that's a pipe dream. That that's spiritual bypass. But it's not. This is not easy work. There are days we prefer our lower energies. We just do. We want to wallow in them. And that's not bad. In fact, it provides a helpful contrast to the days that we wallow and the days that we work on raising our vibration and keeping our vibration up. So the lowest thing we can go to maybe is anger, but we never go back to shame because we have been working on raising our vibration to the point where our lowest point may just be courage. It might just be pride. But we never, ever go back to the lowest, heaviest frequencies of shame and guilt or apathy. All of that is totally possible. If we will truly embrace that our job here is to raise our vibration. And if we are constantly working on raising our vibration, then universe honors that. And universe will bring us opportunities to be the vibration that we want to be in the world. And so we will have vocations, we will have hobbies, we will have side hustles, we will have all sorts of things that bring joy and love and peace into the world. If this is the vibration that we are trying to achieve, if this is the vibration we are trying to become, then the work that we need to do in this world will be given to us. We will be provided for. And the work that we do, the work that we become that is given to us, it will be who we are. It will be what matches our skills and our passions and our talents. It will be who we are. But we don't trust that. We think, i got to make money. So I'm going to go get me a safe job and I don't make money, even though I hate it. Even though it saps me of my joy. Even though it mires me in shame and guilt. But I got to do it because I got to pay the rent, right? Got to pay the bills. But what if you just raised your vibration? What if you just worked on that and trusted that the universe knows where you need to be? The universe knows what you need to be doing. The universe knows what will keep you in that highest vibration, blessing the world, blessing yourself, being the light of the world, what the world needs. I invite you, my friends, just give it a try. The next time you're feeling a little down, your day is a little off, use one of these tools. Go on a rampage of appreciation. 
Look around, see what's great in your world. Because even on your worst days, there are, there's tons of things that are right in your world that are great. See them, appreciate them. What we focus on grows. Where we put our attention expands. And as we become more grateful people, then more great things come into our lives. Or play the it's totally possible game. However you wish to play it. If you wish to see it's totally possible things for yourself, or if you wish to see it's totally possible things for us as a humanity, as a, as a universe. However you want to play it, I invite you. Use these tools. Raise your vibration. And see what greatness the universe has in store for you. I wanted to close out today's podcast with a poem from the Muslim mystic Hafez. He writes, I sometimes forget that I was created for joy. My mind is too busy. My heart is too heavy, heavy for me to remember that I have been called to dance, the sacred dance for life. I was created to smile, to love, to be lifted up and lift others up. O sacred one, untangle my feet from all that ensnares. Free my soul that we might dance and that our dancing might be contagious. Oh yeah. Thank you for spending some time with me during my mobile Motley Mystic Meditation musings. I hope that you will join me again for future podcasts. In the meantime, you can find more of my writings at motleymystic.substack.com and you can listen to my sermons and other teachings at Jubilee Circle here in Columbia, South Carolina by visiting our website at jubileecircle.com. The music you're hearing is a song called Lazy Day by Jason Shaw from the website Free Music Archive. Until next time, keep musing and meandering, you Motley Mystics.